Hey, it's Hannah and Johnny. Thanks for listening to the Legally Blunt podcast. We wanted to look back on the three best moments of today's show. So if you missed it, what do you think is going to be the third one, Johnny? Uh, probably the poisoned milk I was sucking back all day. I didn't know when I started drinking it, but I got an interesting text from my fiance that said, the cream has gone bad, it's spoiled, it's curdly, it's stinky, don't drink it. Traumatizing. And this was all at 6.30 a.m. So here's a clip of that. Uh, this is pretty gross. My coffee is apparently lousy with sour milk today. I've got it in my thermos here. Okay, what do you mean apparently? Well, well I, I didn't really notice when I was making my coffee this morning that it was bad, but my fiance Sammy texted me minutes ago and said, sorry, the cream is bad. It's not supposed to expire till February, but it's all curdled in the coffee and it smells a bit stinky. Hope it doesn't make you sick. Maybe buy coffee if it tastes off to you. So I, I didn't get that until now. So that's not a text you want to receive no. at five thirty in the no, morning with I your only this. cup of joe. Exactly, I need this coffee, Hannah. I need it bad. So mm. I don't know. You can text ten ninety three nine. Like, how bad is it to drink sour milk? Because it's not. I don't know. I, I I might have to. Let's. You know what? We have to check in with Sammy and get the full down low because maybe it's not as bad as it sounds here. Hello. Hey. How stinky are we talking for the milk here? <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah, it stinks. It, and the curdledness, is it like big chunks or? I noticed it right away. Okay. I don't know, because there's a, a substantial amount of coffee in this thermos. It's filled almost all the way up. The amount of milk yeah. is not that much. Right. I do okay. see, like I shook it up and it's like kind of cloudy. The, well, that's what that's what milk does to coffee. But though. not like it's not like it's like a you know just like a brown color. Like it looks like there's very minuscule chunks of white. Like, I'll show you. I'm gonna go over to Hannah and show. I don't know about this. <laughs> take like, a look, take a sniff. okay, hang on. I'm gonna smell it. Look, <laughs> look in there. Oh, ew! Smell it. Oh, my, no, I'm not smelling smell it. it. That's rotten milk. That it's is fine. fully rotten milk. It's fine. No. Oh my god. It doesn't taste it doesn't taste bad. How can you visually look at that and think that that's okay? Look, if you it's actually like collecting on the sides of the lip that's too. That's so freaking But it's no. fine. Honestly, it doesn't taste bad and I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit, I think. Oh my god. It might make you sick. I looked it up. It said, like, maybe you'll have uh, intense abdominal cramps and vomiting and diarrhea, but it'll go after 12 to 24 hours. So Yeah, but we have to go to see Van Gogh today. Oh, yeah, we do have to go to Detroit. <laughs> be, like, sitting there like, ah, can we please hurry this along? Johnny's going to destroy the bathroom. <laughs> At the Detroit in the Institute of Arts. We're going to absolutely bomb the bathroom after <laughs> drinking sour milk. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. So, with my luck, this poison milk should probably start hitting about the time I'm going through the tunnel to Detroit. Perfect. And then uh, it's going to be a disaster. Speaking of disasters, it was also Toxic Tuesday today. Yes, and there is a florist in Canada, and she started reading all of the messy messages attached to flower deliveries in Montreal. It's our favorite thing, and that is star number two. A cringe that hurts so good. He broke up with me. While you were in the lingerie and trench coat. Yes! Toxic Tuesdays. 93.9 Virgin Radio.
Well, Valentine's Day is around the corner, so we're bound to get more epic content from this Canadian florist. She is sharing the cringy messages she gets from customers, and some of them are truly wild. It's interesting to see what people will say to a stranger when they are in the process of begging for forgiveness for something. So here is, uh, oh wait, I want to say your name. Did I already say who it was? I don't know. Okay, no. It's Dunia Fady. Okay, you definitely didn't say that. Okay, sorry. That's her name is Dunia Fady. She's a florist in Montreal. And again, she cracked the code for exactly what I want to see on social media. Beautiful flowers and other people's drama. <laughs> so now let's get to it. Here's a clip from her first video where she went viral. Currently, 9.37 a.m. I just did my first delivery of the day, which is 20 beautiful roses. Red, traditional, romantic. We like that. But it's the note for me. Okay, listen to this. Unblock me with his Instagram and a heart. So literally sending flowers to try to convince someone to unblock you. Because, I mean, if somebody doesn't answer your messages or your DMs or your emails, you got to just send flowers to, to let them know. Would you be like, oh, wow, they're trying really hard? Or would you be like, that's scary. That's stalker behavior. I'd probably be like, well, depending on the person, I'd probably be like, oh, wow, they're trying really hard. Maybe yeah? I should actually unblock okay. them. Maybe so it would work. The question is, would it work? I think it might actually work. Huh. So uh, another video. Not all of them are cringy. Some of them are a little bit dirty, oh. like this New Year's bouquet. And we're doing a New Year's Eve bouquet. This one is colorful because I wanted to represent fireworks and everything. But again, girls, it's the note for me. And what a creative way to say Happy New Year. Listen to this. Call me Daddy all 2023. <laughs> Call me Daddy. <laughs> I love it. All 2020. Yeah, for the rest of the year. And back to cringy again, last but not least. That's not cringy to you? Well, that is a dirty. Yeah. But this okay. is cringy, but it's positive and not negative cringe, okay? They both met at the gym. They're both gym addicts, and they fell in love. But I hope everyone is going to understand how romantic this note is and how it screams love. Listen to this. Leg day. Just flowers that say leg day? Leg day? Like a question mark on it? Yeah, because they met at the gym. Oh, my God. They're like, hey, want to go do legs? Here's, <sighs> here's some flowers. People, man. Isn't people. that so funny? I just love being involved in, like, just a snapshot <laughs> into other people's lives. Yeah. It's so fun for me. So what we're learning is maybe the flowers are a good way to break some hard news to someone this Valentine's Day. It could possibly work. Maybe explore something you have a hard time vocalizing in person. Gosh, I would love to hear some Windsor florists and what they get on the cards oh. that they're sending to people. What about this one? How would you react to this? You get a card with some flowers that says, Roses are red. They live, then they die. Go see a doctor. I'm the one who gave you the STI. Would oh. that soften the blow at all? Mm, it wouldn't? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit? Okay, well. Everyone go. likes flowers. <laughs> Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Definitely going to give that a shot. But by far the best moment of the show was all the sound effects that Hannah had to make today. Aw. It's National Bootleggers Day today, and if you're not aware, Windsor has a rich history of the Prohibition era. So much booze moved from this side across to Detroit over the years. So to bring history to life, we decided to tell some stories with Hannah on the soundboard. Happy National Bootleggers Day! 
Yeah, big part of our history here. Windsor was definitely the place to be during the Prohibition era. I like it when you go, yeah. Yeah. At a time when it was impossible to get booze over in the States, we had the plug, man. The rum runners Mm -hmm. heading back and forth over the river. The dingy roadhouses along the riverside. Maybe Al Capone's hanging out there, too, for good measure. Yeah, you never know. Doesn't this just make you want to take the rum runners tour also, by the way? Kind of. Where do they do that? Uh, I think there's a couple places you can do it. But this is going to be a rum runner tour of sorts. Let me set the mood with a a bit of music here for you. I did do the Hiram Walker's Whiskey Tour once. That was cool. You learned a lot about that history there. I was hoping that they would show us the underground tunnels. They didn't. They didn't, No. eh? Mm -mm. Well, that's a big part of it. Um, We want to take you to some of the scenes from the Roaring Twenties in Windsor. And Hannah is going to do our sound effects, right? Yeah. You feel ready for this? You feel prepared? Um, Everyone knows that I'm super good at sound effects. Oh, the best. It's actually a strength. No one can compare. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, living in LaSalle, Hannah, did you know that at one point it was said that more liquor moved across a couple miles of waterfront at LaSalle than any other couple miles on earth. It was hey. the spot for moving that liquor across the border. That's our claim to fame. Yeah, so this like would be that. the first scene you have to do sound effects for. This is a quote from Windsor Police Chief Carl Farrow about his work as a constable back in the 20s. One day, you'd see a fellow rowing across the river from Detroit in a small rowboat. He'd buy a couple cases of liquor and then row back. In a little while, He'd row back over to the Canadian side and buy three or four cases. Next day when he came over, his boat would be powered with a shiny new outboard motor. You might need to get that motor looked at. He'd buy more liquor and make more trips. Then one day, he'd show up in a big speedboat. It kind of sounds more like a car, but well done. Okay, so you see people were getting rich off this trade. They go from rowboat to big old speedboat to yacht in some cases. They're cashing in. Now, some of the most iconic images of the era are when they had to cross over the frozen lakes Mm -hmm. in winter. You hear a lot of stories about that. So that's the setting of scene two. In Amherstburg, they'd take an old sedan, put chains on it. Sounds like you're tickling the chain. Gucci, 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 gucci. And then they'd cut the top off of the sedan. Okay. That's like a can opener. Right. (laughs) They'd load it up with whiskey. Blah, 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 blah. Not like that. With the bottles would be full. They're not <laughs> pouring the whiskey into the sedan. Listen, you have <laughs> they, your fantasy and I have mine, okay? They crossed the ice of Lake Erie and carried planks to help them cross the cracks in the ice. It would be black with cars heading for the States. The highways all along the riverfront were just black with trucks carting liquor to the export docks. There you go. Hey, nice. But sometimes... They, they wouldn't w- be honking, though, because they'd give no, themselves away. Yeah. Sometimes they wouldn't make it across, and more than a few vehicles loaded up with booze crashed through the ice, lost to the freezing depths. Ah, help me! <laughs> Not the gumdrop button! Come on! <laughs> it's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. That was a lot of fun, so uh, should we do one more of those here? Yeah, we got a text from Kelsey saying this should be a regular segment, <laughs> in my I love opinion. It. Such a rich history around here. Yeah. They're very interesting. And uh, I looked up some slang from the 1920s that I think you should use, Johnny, yeah. if you can. Juice joints. Juice joints, yeah. A speakeasy or a nightclub. All right. Oh, the juice joint. Are you new in this juice joint? Or uh, to be on a toot means to go on a drinking spree. Hey, well, maybe you 
you could even put some in, in the sound effects here, because I will have you doing maybe a little bit of dialogue as okay, well. Okay, perfect. Are you familiar with the legend of the fighting parson? No. His name was Reverend Leslie Spracklin of Howard Avenue Mission, and he was a big supporter of Prohibition. He would make passionate speeches about the evils of alcohol. Ah, oh, this giggle water is going to kill you. You've got, got some bad eggs out there. <laughs> As you can see, he was so good at speeches that he ended up being named a special temperance enforcement officer and had the right to carry a gun that he kept locked and loaded. Yeah, loads really clean. He must keep that thing oiled. <laughs> thing is, this high and mighty minister was heavy-handed when it came to dealing with border city bootleggers, and their rivalry escalated through the summer and fall of 1920 until Halloween night. Oh, you got your glad rags on for Halloween, do ya? I hope you know your onions. Wow. <laughs> that, those are other <laughs> 1920s phrases. So on Halloween night, 1920, <laughs> Reverend Spracklin's home was riddled with bullets. <gasps> Good thing they just had their pea shooters on him, eh? <laughs> Luckily, his wife narrowly escaped being shot. But a week later, Spracklin shot and killed a hotel owner, Beverly Trimble. Ah! At his trial, the minister claimed that Trimble had a gun and that he was shot in self-defense. The jury believed him. He was acquitted. Order! Order! <laughs> Who banged the gavel? Pew, pew, pew. Order! <laughs> banging the table and going pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Don't you know that video from English Parliament? He's of young. course. Yeah. Order! 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 Finally, in 1921, Spracklin and his men climbed through the windows of the chapel house. Hut, 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 hut. Have you ever seen Blues Brothers? <laughs> That's them climbing through the hut, window. Hut. And they were surprised by Babe Trumbull, the proprietor. After an argument, Spracklin shot Trumbull dead. He was charged with murder, but again, testified that he was just doing it in self-defense. This guy was a part of so many trials for killing people over booze. I was so. just trying to think of a sound effect for dead, but there isn't really well, one. Yeah, I mean, the gunshots were good for the window thing. I'm not exactly how, sure how it went down, but I would have maybe gone like... Smash through the window, climb through, you know. Listen, I don't need editor's notes on my sound effects, Johnny. You asked me to do this for a reason, and you have to take what you can get. Uh, what was another one of those slang terms for us here? Juice joint Juice. on a toot. All right. Johnny's going to go on a real toot after the yeah. show today. Heading over across the border to Detroit. Go to some juice joints. See? It's a podcast, and it's on the radio. Magic, magic. Check out Hannah and Johnny weekday morning, 6 to 10, on 93.9 Virgin Radio.